my mind was changing from one task to another all the time. It was very hard to concentrate on one thing. It was very hard to visualize things in my brain. For, ex for example, I tried to visualize a Rubik cube revolving in the air, and I couldn't. When they tried this ketogenic diet, most of the kids didn't get any more seizures, and uh, a lot of kids even could stop the diet after a year or two. How can I know that my lifestyle is, this lifestyle is better than the other lifestyle? Do you want to know what it is? Body, mind, empowerment. Get stronger, faster, smarter, quicker, friendlier, more helpful, more driven. Everything the body needs. Control your mind. Welcome to the Body, Mind and Power podcast. I'm your host, Seamland, and uh, today our guest is Michelle Lundell. Michelle is the founder and CEO of Ketonics, which is the leading ketone breath analyzing device in the world. He's treating his own epilepsy with the ketogenic diet, and he's innovating the science of ketosis by helping people understand this mysterious metabolic state. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Sim. I'm glad to have you here. And uh, I've heard about you know, me measuring uh, breath ketones and your company, Ketonics. But at, at first, I, I thought it was you know, based in the States, but then I realized that you're actually from Sweden, which is you know, quite near where I live. And uh, yeah. you know, what's the state of uh, ketogenic dieting in Sweden right now? It's on the rise. Uh, it, it's getting more and more popular. Um, so um, we hope that more and more doctors and clinics will, will uh, adopt this, this sort of treatment for different illnesses as, as uh, an option to, to, um, to medication. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that actually the Swedish dietary recommendations are more low carb than others am i right or is it are you still like uh, based on whole grains and uh, a lot of carbohydrates uh, yeah there is a recommendation to actually treat uh, obesity with a low carb diet okay uh, but there is still a lot of uh, keyhole marking and uh, low fat uh, food and people well it's uh, it's complicated i think the real breakthrough will be when people in white coats and with a stethoscope tells them to uh hmm. you should try this yeah yeah that's definitely the medical authorities they play a huge role in what people actually gonna take into advice but uh, what got you you yourself what made you start the keto diet um i got epilepsy and um, i got medication anti-seizure medication, which is also the same as bipolar medication, and it was strong. And after they increased, they, they, they tenfold doubled the, the dose for me. Uh, the, the side effects were severe. Um, I got angry, I got short-tempered, I was not a pleasant person to be around my my my, my personality changed so my my uh, family said that you have to do something otherwise you have to move they couldn't live with me if i was shouting at the kids and, and, uh, and uh, i was i was not a pleasant person to be around so i had to find an alternative that's when i found a study from the 1920s with kids having epilepsy, how severe epilepsy, the, the epilepsy could not be um, medicated or, or, or they, they couldn't operate it. So they had to find something else. And uh, when they tried this ketogenic diet, most of the kids were, didn't get any more seizures. And uh, a lot of kids even could stop the diet after a year or two hmm. and still not having any seizures. And right. that is from a state where they couldn't, they couldn't stop the seizures. They had a lot of seizures every day. From that state to 
two years later not having any diet at all, their wow. normal diet and still be without any. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, so I uh, spoke with my neurologists and uh, said, I want to try this because the situation at home is not good and I don't want to eat more medication. Mm-hmm. So he actually said, okay, I investigated and he did and came back and said, um, the efficacy of the diet and the medication is the same. But um, side effects are, of course, much better with the diet. Right. Right. So he, he, he gave me a go-ahead, but you have to prove that you're in ketosis. Mm-hmm. So I had a month to prove that I was in ketosis. So I bought uh, blood, blood test strips, uh, urine strips, and I peed on the strips. I, I measured my blood. And, um, of course, I got confused because it's two different measures. Uh, but anyway... I was in ketosis uh, when I got to the hospital and I asked what level should I be in and they couldn't say. <clears throat> that was strange because one of the doctors had, had made some research about this but they couldn't say which level of ketosis I should be in and that was blood ketones and it took me about maybe three years now to, to actually understand why they couldn't say that you have to be in uh, more than um, 2.5 or whatever millimolar per liter in, in blood ketones because blood ketones is such a small amount of energy in your body, mm. so it can be used at any time. If you read on a, on a package uh, of exogenous ketones, it says just that on the backside, this is energy that your whole body can use at any time. And the amount of three millimolar per liter is actually only 10 calories. Mm-hmm. So if you take your bike and go to your uh, home or to your work, you might have used your, your blood ketones. So blood ketones is not a very good measure according to me. So what I did was that I was investigating can't you measure this in another way? And I found that in the process of ketosis, acetone is released if the liver metabolizes fat into acetoacetate. Mm-hmm. And then it leaves the body. So it's no buffering. It's not used as energy. It just leaves the body through your breath if it's created. And that is, for me, and the end of discussion, it's, it's the most... Okay. sensible way to to measure if you're in ketosis or not mm. yeah yeah we kind of leaped leaped into the topic of measuring ketone bodies and uh, yeah there are different ways of measuring them with the conventional ways are like using urine strips and blood ketones and you're saying that the breath ketones are much more accurate and more let's say not accurate but let's say more indic- indicative of more of more ketosis of actual ketosis so what what is the difference maybe between blood ketones and uh, breath ketones and urine strips well the urine strips the what i found when i was doing the urine strips is that i can manipulate that value a lot mm-hmm. uh, by not drinking so much i get a higher concentration yeah yeah I drank more, I got a lower concentration. So it depends on, it, it was not really interesting. It, it was an indication. So for some people, it even changed after you get fat adapted, you get less, less spill into the urine. So it, it's, it's not a very good measure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, blood ketones is, as I said, it's a, uh, it's excess production of, of acetoacetate. It's a very small amount, 10 calories. It can be used at any time. So you have to understand this. So you wouldn't be surprised if, if your level is 0.5 or 3.2 or whatever. What, what blood ketones really say is that you it's a trace of ketosis. You have been in ketosis. Mm. So for a, a normal person, that is not a very good indication of how much your fat 
how much you're using fat as a, as a fuel. Right. The, the only real use for blood ketones is, is if you have diabetes, especially type 1 diabetes. Um, so because they cannot metabolize blood ketones. So if you have high blood ketones and you have diabetes, that's a severe condition. Mm-hmm. For normal people, that is only a trace. You can be in ketosis and have zero blood ketones. The thing is, you have just used that energy. So right. Right. Yeah. You, you, cannot, you, you cannot really decide when to use this or that energy. So whatever level you have in, in blood ketones, it could be anything. It's a, if you have something, you are or have been in ketosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, but, like the urine strips. Is like, uh, a lot of people think that, uh, that if their urine strips are high in ketones, that they're in ketosis, whereas in reality, it simply means that they're excreting a lot of those ketones, actually, and not using them for energy. And the same is with you know, blood ketones as well, to a certain extent. If there are a lot of, a, a lot of beta-hydroxybutyrate in your blood, then it's not like it's, it doesn't mean that you're burning it for energy. It, it's simply sitting there almost, and you can replicate higher levels of BHP in your blood with taking like, uh, or, you know, drinking MCT oil or taking exogenous ketones or whatever it is. It doesn't mean that you're actually you know using them as 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 if you're keto adapted. Mm. But but here's a, here is some uh, different thing because exogenous ketones will raise your blood ketones. But it doesn't do that by involving the liver into metabolizing fat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's the yeah. end product you, you actually, yeah. so you will signal your body that you have a lot of ketones. When I tried exogenous ketones at a conference uh, two years ago, I noticed that I got out of ketosis. Mm-hmm. It got a signal that I'm full of ketone energy. So my ketosis just died for about six hours. Okay. So you won't see uh, uh, the, the breath ketones that comes from acetoacetate. They don't ra- race when you eat exogenous ketones because that's beta-hydroxybutyrate. It's not acetoacetate, hmm. which the acetone is coming from. So hmm. I don't get how people say that if you eat the exogenous ketones, that that would be good for your fat burning because yeah. the process is not reversed. So it's uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, like exogenous ketones, they're going to inhibit your liver's production of its own uh, ketone bodies uh, for for at least until the supplement wears off. And yeah, like you said, uh, the the acetone is gonna be the byproduct of actually metabolizing fatty acids and it's, it's going to come from your endogenous sources from whether that be, you know, eating fat or, or burning your own body fat. So yeah, it, it's true that it's more accurate of actually converting fat into ketones that is coming yeah. from your own uh, me- metabolism and Krebs cycle. Yes. For, for, for most people that is uh, important. Hmm. Yeah. But what about, are there, are there any ways to, you know, uh, <laughs> jeopardize or counterbalance that by you know the same way with as with the blood ketones like how can you elevate your acetone with some artificial things that isn't actually going to show you that it's ketosis it's it's something else um acetone because because i i think like uh the first thing that comes to mind is like uh, you know alcohol and so, and such does, does it is it going to yeah. raise your acetone levels as yes. well Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's, it's, alcohol is not raising the acetone, actually. It's, uh, it's, it's just alcohol. Okay. Uh, alcohol will pause your, your, uh, your ketosis because when body get alcohol in the blood, it protects the body by burning it. Mm-hmm. So before it starts any other... Um, using a, more of the other energy you have, it will try to burn off the alcohol right. first. Right. It's like high sugar. It tries to burn off the sugar first mm. because it's toxic. Toxic. Yeah. So um, 
if we speak about the, the, the device, I made there is a in the current version there is a, a, the, the sensor is sensitive to to ethanol. Mm. So if you drink uh, and and test yourself, it will be uh, the, the the alcohol that is uh, making the measure. Mm. Um, then for some people there is um, there is a, a, a false positive when they eat a lot of carbohydrates. And that depends on your gut flora. If you have a, a gut flora with a lot of these bacteria that, that metabolize carbohydrates, you might get methane out of your mouth. Mm. So the methane is giving you a false thing. But if you eat a ketogenic or low-carb diet, less than 100 grams, that is not an issue. Mm, okay. If I eat a pizza and drink Coke, I will just have nothing because my gut flora is, is not used to break down carbs. Mm -hmm. But if somebody is, that is always using a lot of, drinking a lot of Coke or eating a lot of carbs, they have a, a larger extent of these um, bacteria. So actually you can use the, the ketonics to actually diagnose that your gut flora is, is not optimal. Okay. So, so if one is testing out alcohol, like for example, wine, you can take a, a glass of wine and you can test yourself. And when you get back into the same level you were before you, you drank, you know, then it takes like three hours for a glass of wine to get off. Mm. And then you can test yourself the day after. Uh, that is interesting for me as a, having epilepsy. If I will drive tomorrow to, to a meeting, I know I cannot have more than two glasses of wine in the evening because my ketosis is very low the day after. Okay. If I drink three glasses, I have no ketosis the, the day after. Mm. So that, that, that one could test with that. And if you'd eat um, carbs, test the day after. Test in the morning. Do you have any, any ketosis or not before you, you eat anything? So, mm. yes, you can test if you are a high carber, but uh, don't test right off the food. Right. Let, uh, do it in the morning. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, what's, do you like, uh, take into account like blood sugar as well in terms of um, knowing your ketosis not with a device yeah. but not with the device but you know in general if you measure your blood glucose then how can it correlate over to having like um, ketosis it's um, the breath ketones and the blood glucose are mirroring each other so when the glucose goes up the ketosis goes down mm -hmm. and vice versa so I know when my liver is, uh, is depleted, I can see a huge raise in, in the breath ketones. And if I measure the blood glucose, I will see it, it's dropping. Okay. So I know when my blood sugar is below 4.7, then I, my, my, uh, my breath ketones is up in the yellow area, 40, 30, 40 ppm or something like that. Mm -hmm. I, I I can see on the on the ketonics my my blood sugar, but okay. the, correlating it with blood ketones, they are all over the place. But of course, the higher you are in ketosis, the more excess blood ketones there are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They can be used at any time. They, the, the 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 energy content is very low. Mm, that's that's yeah, cool. Uh, but uh, what about uh, blood ketones and, uh, blood and breath ketones? Let's say if your blood ketones are elevated, then uh, have, you seen, have you noticed how, you, how does your breath ketones uh, react? Um, I w if I, for example, do a uh, water fast for six, seven days, of course, my, my breath ketones are very high. And depending on if I do exercise or not, 
the, the, the blood ketones are high too. Mm. But if I do any kind of exercise, blood ketones can go to zero. You still have, right. have higher breath ketones. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like uh, very, very important point actually. Uh, that if you are exercising, then people tend to notice that their blood ketones tend to drop after yeah. exercise, maybe potentially, and they're going to you know, freak out because of it. <laughs> they're thinking yeah. that it's going to kick them out of ketosis and such. Because when you exercise, the body reacts by producing glucose. Yeah. It's, it's trying to re- refill your glucose, glycogen stores. So, of course, your, your, your ketosis will go down for a, for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But, but uh, we have seen effects of, of doing uh, HIIT training, like, um, like uh, spinning, you call that in Finnish, uh, well, you know what I mean, spinning the bike, right, yeah, things. Yeah. You can see the effects the day after, too. You can see a huge effect even days after. And when you see the effect of, of, uh, of uh, high-intensity training, depends on which state you are in. Hmm. If your liver is full of energy, it might take longer time, or if it's, if it's low in energy you will get a much higher and faster response. Okay. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's uh, depending on a lot of the person's key adaptation as well and how much uh, glucose they're producing during exercise. Because yeah, if you, if you become more keto adapted, then uh, you, you become more glycogen preserving and you use less glycogen even at higher intensities of exercise. So it's, it will definitely have like different, different effects on, many, on different people. So it's quite interesting to see how, how these uh, people's unique metabolism is going to reflect in their uh, ability to produce ketones with, with, with these different uh, measurements. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right but, on uh, spot. Yeah. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's talk about like maybe some specific foods that you've tried out to... Uh, the first of all, let's say, what kind of foods do you eat to to treat your epilepsy, and at the same time, like how do you, how do you notice how does it affect your um, your ketones in your breath? In the beginning, uh, I was using a lot of of uh, coconut oil to elevate and to to test out the device and 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 uh, to 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 get myself into ketosis. Um, now, uh, nowadays I, I actually are experimenting with like more protein in the mornings. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of eat the, the meal in the morning and try to decrease my eating during the day. Mm-hmm. So I, I normally skip lunch. Um, so what I do in the evening is that I prepare the breakfast and taste it. Okay. So I eat very little in the evenings and, and eat more in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, I don't, if I haven't prepared any meal, I probably eat like five eggs, uh, fried eggs in the morning and a cup of coffee with, with cream. And depending on what I do I, uh, during the day, I have cream in my coffee or not. It's, it depends on. Some days I, uh, when I want to get into high ketosis, uh, I, drink, I try to drink less coffee and, and without cream. And uh, another good thing is, of course, uh, skipping a glass of wine to, uh, to, uh, to dinner mm. or to, to at, at the evening. Because mm. uh, that will increase your ketosis a lot the day after. Okay, like the wine. Yeah, yeah. wine. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's so, no wine. I mean, who says to somebody that trying to lose weight that alcohol is fine? Nobody, because <laughs> I mean the the bodybuilders they know about all this that don't drink uh, if you want to get lean. It, it's another fuel. So hmm. yeah, it's <laughs> quite interesting, yeah, because I would suggest that. Uh, you you actually get like more effect on, on in terms of alcohol 
uh, intoxication or the drunk drunk drunkenness or <laughs> in, on, on on a keto diet just because your 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 liver is uh, less depleted or more depleted from glycogen and you're going to experience the intoxication of alcohol more so you don't have to even drink that much to get like a bigger big, bigger effect that is that is what i found that i i i cannot drink as much as before uh two glasses of wine or three then it then it just says body says stop uh so that's interesting mm -hmm. uh, it is what what would be like uh, your daily do you count your carbs or something like that? Is, is there a certain limit you have to maintain for the epilepsy? Um, I don't count the carbs, but um, I can probably do it very easily. It's, it's about one carb per cup of coffee. So it could be like five to 10 to, yeah. Depends mm -hmm. on what I eat, how many eggs I eat. I mean, that's, that, that could be also uh, mm -hmm. like five, five eggs and, and a small piece of chicken with some. Eventually, I have uh, some baby spinach leaves or something to it. Mm -hmm. But this uh, last month or two, it's just been like meat. Mm -hmm. or just meat at, 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 at the evening. Like a zero, zero carb almost. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. What's what's the difference between like a regular keto and a zero carb in your in your own experience and uh, and uh, feelings? In my own experience, the uh, the difference for me is a little bit higher ketosis, maybe even if there is more meat sometimes, mm. but the amount of meat that doesn't affect ketosis as much uh, have I found. Mm. Uh, the, the other big thing is more practical, is that your, is that your, um, what do you say? Your stool is better mm. with some uh, vegetables. Okay. It is uh, your your um, your movement is better in your stomach. Oh, bowel bowel movements, bowel movements are more regular. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's quite true. Yeah, that uh, you definitely don't need to be going like completely zero carb for for let's say digestive health as well, and you may suffer some constipation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. But uh, the pro the protein and meat, so that doesn't have you you've, you haven't noticed any significant impact on uh, on your ketone levels if you eat more protein and uh, and meat. No. Oh, okay. That's that's yeah. That's another one of those misconceptions of people fearing uh, that you know eating protein is going to kick them out of ketosis and uh, it's going to convert it to sugar. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it is not as much anyway. It's uh, I I tried it all. I tried only fat. I tried lean meat. I tried fatty meat. I tried anything like in between, and. Um, well, my state, my, my body state works right now on a more protein diet than, than on, a, on, a, on a fatty diet. I have so much fat on myself, so mm. what I don't get in through my mouth will be taken away from my body instead. So it's, it's, it's not a big deal how much I put in my mouth, really. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's so true, yeah. But uh, do you have to maintain this strict ketosis all the time for, for the epilepsy? Or to, have you seen, how, how has your epilepsy changed ever since the diet? I can say that when I, before, I, before I had the, the, the seizures, I could say there was some kind of chaos in my head. I had issues with uh, keeping things keep the balls rolling different things I was thinking about my, my, my mind was changing from one task to another all the time mm. I had uh, it was very hard to concentrate on one thing it was very hard to visualize things in my brain uh, for example I tried to visualize a Rubik cube revolving in the air and I couldn't I just thought this is funny because I, I like visualizing things. And when I noticed that 
shit, I got issues to visualize colors and, 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 and shapes in my mind. Uh, and then I'm getting a little bit of that. But after, after I got the, the first medication, I noticed my mind was just so clear. And then I got more medication and it got blurred again and I got personality changes. Hmm. So when I started the diet, I can feel the same what's it, clearness, clarity, clarity of, of your mind. You're 100%. No, you're not 100%. You are 95% from morning to evening. Mm-hmm. If you do a water fast, uh, after the fourth day, you are 110% mm-hmm. in, your, in your mind. I mean, you can really focus when you're doing this uh, long-time fasting. Yeah. The issue with long-time fasting is you're not very social when you eat with your family or you, you eat with your or your friends or whatever. So yeah, it's, it's a great state to be in. Yeah, it's 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 so true that yeah, the being being in, being in ketosis is very similar to fasting for a long period of time all the time because yeah, there, in my own experience as well, I don't feel like physiologically I don't feel much difference between you know eating the regular low carb high fat diet and uh, having fasted for three days or something. You know, you you don't experience almost any hunger and uh, you don't experience any brain fog or anything like that either you're completely clear and uh, it's very like enjoyable state almost to be in yeah take out the trash dan why would uh, the keto diet be you know helping with these epilepsy syndromes and uh, epileptic seizures what's the mechanism the potential mechanism that's helping the brain to maintain more stability and clarity um Clarity and stability is the, is the change of fuel for your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, ketones is, is, uh, seem to be a more cleaner fuel for your brain. What, what, what the mechani- mechanism for, for less seizures on this keto diet, they are not, that is not clear. I know uh, Dominic D'Agostino, I've, I've been speaking with him a lot of, and uh, he can't say what it is because he, they, they, they can, he have, he's working with uh, the Navy SEALs and they are diving and they are getting uh, this gas in the blood and they're getting seizures mm-hmm. because of, of the high pressure underneath water. Um, and they, Ketosis helps them to, to not get seizures. Uh, epilepsy is not one cause. Mm-hmm. Epilepsy can come from um, a brain tumor, which they thought I had at, at one stage. Um, it can come from, from different things that they don't even have a, a clue what it is. So there is a common thing that, that calms the, the brain down uh, from getting overwhelming signals and, and enhancing them. And some say it could be the acetone when it's in your bloodstream or uh, it's just a cleaner uh, fuel for, for, for your brain. It's not really clear. Um, hmm. Yeah, like, just, because I think uh, yeah, like the ketone bodies, they have like many uh, properties related to being like a signaling molecule for certain for the for the body for being in a certain physiological state. Like yeah, you in nature, you know, ketones would be elevated only if you if you were fasting and starving for a week or something like that. And it probably has some sort of a evolutionary advantage for the brain as well to maintain more stable energy while you are in a faster state or let's say with higher elevated levels of ketones and uh, that would help the brain to mobilize more energy and have like more stable clarity and focus because those fasted periods would be those times when you would have to be especially clear and sharp and especially cognitively acute and physically active as well yeah you you get your brain energy from fat and you can still use your 
your uh, glycogen if if you need it yeah which is yeah which yeah which is a good you know indicator of that the keto diet itself is a great way to replicate that to a certain extent by elevating your ketones and allowing your your brain and, and your body to use ketones without having to fast for yeah. for that long time all the time so yeah yeah i mean our fasting is a very ketogenic diet yeah, if you call it that diet, I mean, they're <laughs> calling the five-two a diet. Uh, but if I mean, if you're doing a fast, for me, a fast is is only water and salt, of course. Mm-hmm. Salt is is um, is essential for me. I always start every day with salt, mm. a pinch of salt uh, every day, every morning, and every evening. And uh, whenever I see a a shaker with salt, I take some. Yeah, it's it's quite quite interesting. Yeah, that uh, salt is also very good. Would it would it help the brain in in terms of like helping with neurotransmitter communication or something like that? These minerals and electrolytes. Yes, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. Magnesium and salt. That is what I eat every extra every day. Hmm. And uh, w- would you use it on? Do you take like any supplements specifically for that? No, uh, B vitamins. Okay. Uh, like uh, B6, B12, or is it B3 or something? I don't know. It's a mix of B vitamins uh, because that is uh, helping out to metabolize uh, blood ketones, for example. Mm, mm-hmm, mm, yeah. And uh, yeah, we were, we were talking about you know measuring your keto ketosis and such. So how do you, well, how do you keep track of your ketosis throughout the day? You, you yourself, for instance, if you're trying to uh, cure your epilepsy, and how would you suggest other people to do it who aren't specifically, you know, having to maintain strict ketosis all the time? Um, if you're measuring breath ketones, it's it's. Uh, I would say it's it's uh, it's it's very. It's important that you measure at the same time of the day, mm-hmm. in the morning, before lunch, or in the evening before you eat. Um, because of the, the ketosis is affected by the circadian rhythm. Okay. So in the morning, you can ask any, any, anyone who has diabetes, they would know that their blood sugar is high in the morning, the dawn phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So, the body is trying to wake you up with cortisol and, and elevating the blood sugar. The ketosis goes down. Yeah. But if you are trying out different lifestyles, depending on your state of your liver, you can increase your morning ketosis a lot. So that, that is a good indicator of, of changing lifestyles. Mm-hmm. That's, that's- I would say... Do it in the morning before breakfast. Okay, and uh, maybe maybe around meals as well, maybe to see how how the certain foods affect your uh, acetone. That is, this is advanced usage um, because if you eat a ketogenic meal, you will see an increasing in uh, in breath ketones if it's more fatty. Uh, in the beginning, then it will decrease because the extra energy that is not used by your body at, at, at this time, after you eat in your meal, will be stored as energy in your body in, in two ways. Either it fills up your glycogen in your liver or in your muscles if that's needed, and what's not fitting there will become, will you put on as fat. So, the, 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 what do you say? First raise and then a lowering of ketosis because you're storing the energy. So, what's interesting is the length of how long you're not in ketosis after you've eaten a meal, really, mm. for some, depending on what you want. If you eat uh, energy, not so energy dense, uh, nutrient dense, but energy deficient food hmm. you will have a shorter time out of ketosis after you've eaten the food 
uh, if you eat a carb meal or then you don't see the raise in, in ketones you actually see it's dropping immediately you start storing sort of immediately immediately yeah hmm. so that, that that's the difference uh that that is advanced testing um we are rewriting the manual for for ketonics to actually exclude the advanced usage and try to get that into a separate manual just because it's advanced i don't think anyone really are up to that if you're not a really nerd like i am uh, so that is advanced usage and i'm in the process that we are actually writing a book about this how to do different testing mm -hmm. uh, biohacking book for your metabolism nice. uh, so we will put that in, in, in into the book too because it's uh I'm an engineer and I think everybody's like me, but <laughs> I found out that people actually, if they just know I'm into ketosis, they're fine. Most people just want to know I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah. in ketosis. That's where I'm going to be. They're not analyzing everything. Um, they're not a freak like me that tries to, uh, should I do um, Hit training in the in the morning or in, in the lunchtime or in the evening and how should I do the hit training? Should I do it with kettlebells or biking or running or stuff like that? It's um and how long should I do the hit training? Is it one minute? Is it five minutes? Is it uh, two hours or three hours? I don't know. Um, so. What's, it's what's that? What? To, 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 to check your food, actually, it is. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, like the the immediate results or the most direct results will be coming from you know consistently checking your morning ketones and such. You know, and not being not being that uh, neurotic about every every you know little habit change that is going to have have an effect effect on your ketones. Like, yeah, of course, if you eat like a bunch of you know carbs or if you drink a little bit too much wine then you can already expect some some drop in your ketones and such and you don't have to kind of worry about it in a sense you it it makes normal what 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 matters more is like the consistency consistency and uh doing it in a specific time or in a specific time at a specific uh, day as well to kind of exclude all the potential uh variables yeah but it, it it's it's dead fun to measure every hour <laughs> yeah every hour during a week so you can actually see how your ketosis yeah. uh, works that is what we call a baseline you just do a baseline you measure every hour you're awake and then you do a, a lifestyle change mm. for example changing your evening meal to morning and vice versa or skipping one of the meals and then do another week of measuring then you will see the effect of that change lifestyle change or yeah. if you take if you walk instead of taking the bike or parking the car two blocks away how much does this little more exercise do mm -hmm. it could be do a lot depending on your liver status yeah yeah it's true and that's why i believe like the breath breath uh, ketone meter is also much more convenient and uh, accessible than like the blood ketones because the blood blood ketone strips they tend to be quite more expensive at least and uh, if you do them uh, like measurements several times a day then it's going to add up but with the breathal breathalyzer you can use it simply whenever and uh, how many times you ever wish exactly um just one thing about accuracy i mean you can measure blood uh, constant as a blood ketone acra in concentration very accurate mm -hmm. 3.1 2.7 sort of um, but what do you measure even if you can measure that with one decimal it could be anything because you might have used it or not some of it some of that energy you might have used it so if you measuring 2.1 or 3.6 depends on when you're measuring 
yeah. if you use some of it or not. So a lot of questions we get is, is, is breath acetone more accurate than, than blood ketones? I would say the indication is much more accurate because you can actually, you see the difference between nutritional ketosis, therapeutical ketosis, and very high ketosis. That, that is very uh, accurate in that way. But the technique makes, makes a difference. So even if you're very good, you can sort of measure, for example, 20 ppm. And then you do it again, and you make be 23 ppm because you were able to have a better technique and then you might do 18 ppm so mm -hmm. the exactness is not really one decimal but on the other hand blood ketones i mean if you can measure in one decimal and it doesn't mean anything what's the point right. so um yeah I think we have to live with, uh, with, with, with the technique that, that uh, even if you can measure in one decimal in blood ketones, it doesn't really mean that much. If you measure some ketones, you have been in ketosis and you have used some maybe, or you haven't used some and you're very low ketosis. Um, but uh, if you are... Measuring breath ketones and 5 ppm is much different to, to 30 ppm. And uh, 100 is really, really high. Yeah. Can you also explain like uh, the BPMs and uh, how does the breathalyzer actually work? You know, what's the process of how do you use it to some of the people? How do you do it? And uh, yeah, like yeah. we're talking about it. Sure. Uh, PPM stands for parts per million. So that's uh, how many molecules uh, acetone there is per million molecules mm -hmm. air. So it, it's just a sort of... Measurement. Yeah, measurement of, of the concentration. And what ketonics does is that the, the chamber is very small. So you're actually measuring the, the maximum concentration you can get out of your mouth. The important thing is then that the highest concentration is in the bottom of your lungs. Mm -hmm. So the technique is, is, is sort of important. Um, I can I can say if you if you if you're stopped by the police and they're doing a alcohol breath test, mm -hmm. be sure to do a lot of uh, exhale and inhale before you should hyperventilate first, and then before you blow in your police mouthpiece, take a big breath of clean air mm -hmm. and blow slowly. So you only get out the air you actually been sucking in for okay that, so that, can, that is the lowest concentration you will get okay so you can game, game the system in this way <laughs> yes you can um so the opposite is if you're going to me measure your breath ketones because you want the, the highest concentration and always the same volume from your lungs so when you do that is that you breathe out through your nose Breathe in, breathe out, as normal. And at the end of an exhale, breathing out, you put this to your mouth and you blow slowly until you cannot get out any more air. Mm -hmm. In that way, you will always get into the same part of your lungs every time. Mm -hmm. so, so how long would that exhale take if you're blowing it into the device? It, it doesn't need to take more than five seconds. Okay. Depends on how much you actually exhale before. Mm -hmm. Because it's, 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 the, it's the last part of your breath that is important for, for the sensor. So the, so the last, last bit of breath you have, that should be uh, blown into the ketonics. Yeah, okay. the last so, 
it has breath. So if you can have like it like 15 seconds or something, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's the last 15 seconds. It's not the first. Right. It's the last. That has the highest concentration of acetone. Uh, people, there is a reference chart on on our website, but people in um, on on a ketogenic diet could get up to 250 ppm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, yeah. So if you're doing fasting and stuff like that, you, you might get up to that too. So it's wow. not unusual to get a very, very high too. It depends on, on your liver and your, your ability to, to, uh, to exhale. Wow. But the normal range for people is to be between four, five to uh, 30. That's the nutritional range where you eat enough calories. Mm-hmm. And why that is... The lower end there is because when you eat enough calories, you store some calories. And that is done by via the, the, the insulin. Mm-hmm. The insulin will signal to your brain that stop ketosis because we, we are storing now. We are not right. in need for energy. So if you eat enough calories, you will be between 5 and, and, and 30 ppm. Yeah. So, the, so the same can happen like if you are eating a keto diet with high amounts of fat, so insulin can still be elevated if, you, if you're getting like more calories than your body can uh, use. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's another thing that people tend to not know that, you know, fat can also raise insulin and it's <laughs> the, the aspect of simply storing energy is what determines your insulin response to food and yeah. it's not but just it's low carb. It's it's of course not that high in yeah insulin it's it's blunted and it's steady but it's still gonna happen to a certain extent yeah 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 I've been using I've been using the ketonic stick for a few weeks as well and it's quite very very convenient and uh, super super easy to use and I I t- usually tend to be somewhere around yeah uh, fourteen and uh, twenty or, or something like that on 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 a let's say during my fasting window mm-hmm. and such so yeah it's I think it's quite quite accurate. Yeah. What's the, what's the highest have you been? Uh, it's like 150 or something, okay. something around there. Okay. For a short uh, while. It's, uh, if you're up in, in, in that, your, 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 your body is producing a lot of ketones and you will get back quite soon. So it, it's not easy to get to be in, in the highest state of ketosis. Mm-hmm. So you have to... Um, Was it during a fast or during regular eating? No, no, fasting. Okay. Fasting and, and uh, exercising. Okay. Yeah. I have not right after exercising, but uh, a few hours after. Right. Yeah. Right. I haven't tried like an extended fast with this one beyond 24 hours, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely looking forward to when I have my ne- next three of us or something, looking forward to how my body responds. Yeah. For me, it takes like three or four days mm-hmm. before I see the, the really elevated. Uh, ketones the the my ketosis goes up so if i have in my state if i have a, a liver that is full of glycogen at least to 70 percent mm-hmm. it will take me three days to to actually of normal work without any exercise to deplete it to the level of my glucose is getting down and my ketones getting up mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So four hours, nothing really, for a fast. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Usually, it's just, uh, usually it takes yeah a few days for people to get back into a let's say optimal state of uh, ketones. Yeah, it depends on what you're measuring. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And how do you plan to improve ketonics in the future? What kind of uh, additions do you make? We have uh, we have planned a lot. Uh, we have planned. We have new software coming, which be which is uh, more. Uh, it it is much better. Uh, the I think most people will enjoy this new software. It's uh, it's a new thinking. It's not focused so much about numbers and uh, and uh, diagrams. It's it's a, it's another feedback you get, which is uh, 
will be in different languages and uh, that's really exciting and we are also working on the manual to make it a basic manual and the advanced manual uh, instead of mixing it as I use it I, I use it in the advanced way I think most people would appreciate to uh, to just do the basic testing first and then if they get hooked on this and to want to, to change the lifestyle and track what lifestyle change is the most efficient, mm -hmm. they might go into the advanced manual to see how can I know that my lifestyle is, this lifestyle is better than the other lifestyle. And we will try to make a um, sense of how to test this and, and try to get in some 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 examples how you can do this testing and uh, you see the results so um, we're improving the information uh, and we're also working on better understanding for people what 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 blood ketones are and and uh, the misconception that that they are uh, sort of the gold standard, right, which yeah. they have been, because doctors didn't know about breath ketones. It has not been available to test this, so nobody really bothered about, about the, finding the, the, the correlation or the actual, the, how they work together, mm -hmm. the difference. Um, so this is what I'm gonna talk about on, on, on the Biohacking summit in Tallinn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to, to yeah. To explain this to to in more detail for for people. So, uh, because it's a, uh, I agree. Some some people say don't chase ketones. Mm -hmm. I say yes, don't chase blood ketones because they can be all over the place. Yeah. They could be zero or they can be three, and you're still in the same ketosis. Yeah. So. Um, breath chase. ketones is a better way to measure. Just chase the right ketones. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's it's so inter interesting indeed. And yeah, looking forward to your speech at the Bahaker Summit in Tallinn. And uh, yeah. yeah, I believe people would be interested to see it as well. But uh, where can people learn more about uh, ketonics and uh, your work if they want to try it out? Uh, there is a lot of information on the net. Um, our website looks like, well, it's almost worse than the Windows operating system. It is uh, a spaghetti thing. But we are we will improve our, our website. It's too much information now. Um, but we have a, a ketonics.tv that has a lot of uh, videos how to how to measure with the ketonics, um, and there is a there's a lot of information on the website. We will, however, change the website very soon mm -hmm. to uh, make it less confusing um, and more modern. Um, so, and they could come to Thailand to see me speak and then try out. Definitely. We will have a, a table where people can come and test their ketones during the whole day. Nice, nice, yeah. And uh, the, uh, if they would like to purchase their own breathalyzer, then they can use uh, my affiliate code or referral link that are, that are going to be in the show notes so people can yeah. uh, try it out even if they're in the States or something. Yeah. So yeah, Michelle, I really enjoyed talking with you and I definitely learned a lot about ketones and ketosis. And uh, my last bit of question would be... Uh, uh, what would be this one piece of advice or a habit that you wish you adopted sooner and improved your body and your mind? A habit, um, it would be to, to uh, avoid carbs. Mm. That's the only, avoid them to mm. any cost. It's, uh, kind of goes back to your you know, epilepsy and such. You know, so it's, yeah. yeah, okay. How's how's the treatment going so far? Is is it put any potential for reversing it and uh, being treated completely? That is so so hard to to uh, to actually know because 
I haven't found a way to trigger my ketosis. Uh, no, my, my, my epilepsy. Oh, okay. uh, it, it's like a bad uh, software bug. <laughs> it only happens once in a while. You cannot trigger it somehow. Okay. Because if you can trigger it, then you know what caused it. Right. Or, but I'm, I can just feel that I'm, I'm having this clarity now. So I'm not worried at all. Okay. What do, what do you do when you do have like a seizure or something? No, as, as I said, the, the times that I had seizures, it, uh, it is uh, really confusing in, 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 uh, in your mind. Blurry and yeah, yeah, you have issues to concentrate. It took me some years actually to first. I thought that ketonics was well, it's not working sometimes. I even thought that how can it not? It doesn't indicate this with the blood and stuff. And I was really worried when I got feedback from users. And when I finally did an experiment with a seven day fast, I did five times. Wow. <laughs> um, I found out the the the, core, the 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 workings of the different ketones. So it took me a few years before I, I know how the blood ketones worked. And then by just getting a package of these ketones, I was reading on it first time I saw it, and it says this is 15 calories in this package. Yeah. Hmm. The results. Yeah, yeah. This is not much energy. It it can be used at any time, and it said that on the package too. Mm. I don't know if you know this K two package. It's called Keto OS. No, no, yeah, no. It's not Keto OS. It's something else. Well, anyway, it's uh, it says on the package can be used at any time by your body. It's right. ten calories or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna burn. So, so you're gonna burn those exogenous ketones away, those 15 calories, and after that, you don't have your own body's ketones, basically. Yeah, then you have to start your own ketosis after those are gone, because I think the the blood ketones are more a signaling system for your body mm. that it tells your body to if this beta hydroxybutyrate is too much. You have to uh, have some insulin to take it down, right. to take it out. So yeah. it's yeah, a signal it... instead of actually, because why should the, the body bother to, to take acetoacetate, turn it into beta-hydroxybutyrate, and then turn it back to acetoacetate again to be used as energy? That is just a, a very strange way to do it. Hmm. Uh, so it's 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 a small buffer of ex, excess keto energy, and what happens with them depends on your state and what you're doing and your energy need and what your energy you have and stuff like this. So measuring that is very different for 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 people because they are in a different state. They do different things. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so true. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite quite mysterious that yeah, BHB can be used as a fuel substrate or fuel alternative instead of glucose, but it can still it still indicates the presence of excess energy in the bloodstream, and uh, you know that's going to raise insulin in in some aspect because your body wants to shuttle energy into into. Uh, the right places, whether that be the brain or muscles. Mm. Yeah. So definitely, we, I've, yeah, there's definitely a lot of new research to be done in, in, with ketones and ketosis. And I hope that yeah, the breathalyzer is going to shed some light into it. Yeah. Um, we are we're working together now with a new startup company that will try to develop um, a treatment for um, the metabolic syndrome for, for type 2 diabetes and, and uh, obesity. Mm -hmm. So they get that into the Swedish um, healthcare. So, so, so patients can actually be, be prescribed to do this treatment. 
just by by this uh, low carb and lifestyle changing instead of medication. Okay. And I think it's great if that yeah. can be vibed. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Like if the keto diet with some intermittent fasting or something like that is going to help to sidestep the 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 the, the negative side effects of medication, then why the hell not? Yeah, exactly. Free your mind. But yeah, Michelle, really thank you for coming at this show and sharing your information and uh, your experience and uh, looking forward to a speech at the Power Summit and people who are trying to measure their ketones much more accurately than they can try out the ketonics and uh, I'll see you in the future. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Sim. Yeah, I'll see you around. Great to be here. That's it for this episode of the Body, Mind and Power podcast. If you want to support us, then I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a review on the iTunes or the other social media platforms. Definitely check out the show notes for the topics that we discussed in this episode. Thanks for listening. My name is Seem. Stay tuned for the next episode. Stay empowered.